Okay, the recording started. All right, I call this meeting to order at 5.10 p.m. Clerk, can you please take roll call for attendance? Uh, yes. Uh, Chair Colleen? Here, present. Chair Colleen, present. Uh, Commissioner Listana? Present. Commissioner Listana, present. Commissioner Shaw? Present. Commissioner Shaw, present. Commissioner Hillman is absent. And then we also have Vice Chair Barker Plummer here. Uh, you have quorum. Thank you. So seeing that Commissioner Hillman is absent today, um, do you guys want to excuse him or because we received notice 72 hours ahead of time um, and he was out of town. Um, so it's really up to you guys. How you feel? Commissioner Dahl, motion to approve Commissioner Hillman's absence. Listana, second. All right. Um, motion to approve Commissioner Hillman's absence. Um, moved by Commissioner Shaw and seconded by Commissioner Stana. Is there any discussion? Yep. Okay. Is there any public comment? Um, if members of the public would like to speak, uh, please press star three or raise your hand in the WebEx app. And uh, Chair, you have no public comment. Um, on that motion to excuse Commissioner. Comment for today. Oh, wait, can you, can you, can you take quickly? Can you please call the roll? I was reading. Yeah, <laughs> you're good. Um, so in the motion to excuse Commissioner uh, Hillman for today's meeting, uh, Chair Colleen. Chair Colleen, aye. Uh, Commissioner Lasana. Aye. Commissioner Lasana, aye. Commissioner Shaw. Commissioner Shaw, aye. And then Commissioner Hillman is absent with three ayes and one absent. The motion passes. Thank you. Can you please call item number two? Item number two is communications. Um, the minutes will reflect that the Youth Commission's Transformative Justice Committee participated in this meeting remotely through video conference to the same extent as though physically present. The commission recognizes that public access to city services is essential and invites public participation in the following ways. First, public comment will be available on each item on this agenda. Comments or opportunity to speak during public comment period are available via phone call by calling 415-655-001, meeting ID 2480-404-3542, then pound and pound again, or if you've called um, in online through the WebEx system. When connected, you will hear the meeting discussions will be muted in listening mode only. When your item of interest comes up, please dial star three to be added to the speaker line. Or if you've called in or if you're joining us via WebEx, you may also raise your hand in the app. Alternatively, you may submit public comment in writing in either of the following ways. Email them to the Youth Commission at youthcom at sfgov.org. You may submit public comment via email. It will be forwarded to the commissioners and will be included as part of the official file. You may also send your written comments via U.S. Postal Service to our office in City Hall at 1 Dr. Carlton B. Goodlett Place, room 345, San Francisco, California, 94102. That concludes my communications. Thank you. Um, clerk, can you please call item number three? Item number three is approval of the agenda. All right, commissioners, please take this time to look over today's agenda. Um, and I'm actually in a motion to take out, um, right, item 6G, school disciplinary resolution, because I have not started that. Um, yes. Motion? Yeah. Okay, so we're going to 
me. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, a motion to approve the agenda with the amendment of striking item 6G. Uh, moved by Commissioner Foley, seconded by Commissioner Shaw. Is there any discussion? Any public comments? Um, if you are a member of the public that would like to speak, please press star three or raise your hand in the WebEx app. Do you want to? Have any. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Chair, you have no public comment. <laughs> Clerk, you please call the roll. Yes. Um, on the motion to approve today's agenda, uh, Chair Colleen. Aye. Chair Colleen. Aye. Commissioner Lasana. Aye. Commissioner Lasana. Aye. And then Commissioner Shaw. Commissioner Shaw. Aye. With Commissioner Hillman absent. Chair, you have three ayes and one absent. The motion passes. Thank you. Can you please call item number four? Item number four is approval of the minutes. Commissioners, take the time to look over the minutes. Um, and then once you are ready, you can motion to approve them. Lasana, Lasana, motion to approve. Motion to approve the minutes. Um, moved by Commissioner Lasana, seconded by Commissioner Shaw. All those in favor say aye. Aye. Is there any public comment? Uh, Chair, you have no public comment. Awesome. Okay. All those in favor say aye. 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 All those opposed say nay. Awesome. Um, Clark, can you please call? Nope, already did that. Uh, can you please call item over five? Wait, let's start A note for myself. Okay, uh, number five is public comment on matters not on today's agenda. Um, under the jurisdiction of the Youth Commission's Informative Justice Committee, uh, members of the public who wish to provide public comment on this matter should press star three now. Or if you're joining us via WebEx, you should raise your hand in the app. Your cue to begin your comments will be you have been unmuted if you've called in, or you will hear two beeps if you join the meeting via WebEx. And um, let's see, Chair, I believe you have no public comment. Thank you. Public comment is not closed. Um, can you please call item number six? Yes, item number six is community bus or committee business, team building activity, gun violence resolution, uh, letter of support for SB 472, juvenile hall flyer, letter of support for Latino task force budget, letter of support for human rights commission budget, legislation referred BOS file number 23259, and TJ related news. I realized I forgot to send you the juvenile hall flyer, so I will show it in my laptop. Um, okay, first is a team building activity. So our question is, what is your favorite family tradition or tradition you've created for yourself? <laughs> um, I'll start. Um, on Christmas Day, my mom every year buys like matching pajamas for my entire family. Um, so I have like five pairs so far of Christmas design pajamas that I never use. Let you go next. Um, I can go. I feel like most of my family is ritual, which is not food based. Um, so like every Thanksgiving. Uh, the day after Thanksgiving, 
uh, our leftovers are like we like make more food. So like we'll make like a turkey hash, and then like we make homemade rolls for Thanksgiving. So we'll have that for like breakfast, like a breakfast brunch. So it's like our yearly tradition. It's actually really good. Uh, um, I I think like I don't know if it's like a culture thing or like a my family tradition thing, but like I guess for Christmas we wouldn't really like celebrate it on Christmas Day. We'd have all the big stuff on the twenty fourth, and then like and like open gifts at twelve a.m. Um, like in the U.S. and like in the Philippines, Christmas would literally be like a week long ordeal. Um, yeah, that's our tradition. Yeah. Do I? Yes, yeah, unfortunately. Um, I just like to say that we got rid of this. It's <laughs> the team building activity. You know what? I yeah. missed that. Um, no, but um, I think, I mean, this is, it came out of a cost saving um, attempt, but we like now once a week uh, order out, and that's like our family dinner meal time. It's one day that we order out, because like the rest of the days we're all going home at different times too. Yeah, I mean, there doesn't always happen, but it was, it came out of us wanting to order out less. Do you want to go? Sure. Go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say uh, my grandma, after Thanksgiving, she makes um, like a Chinese porridge called Jook. And she makes it out of like all of, like the leftover turkey, um, like bits that we have, and it's really good. And yeah, yeah. we should have See, I'm the wild never have. I had one with my friend. This is a subject. Friends, not no. you. are my friends. No, um, I I had one with my friends, and I thought it was not going to go very well, and it went beautifully because we all like it, we did like starch. Da, da, da. We like picked it out of a hat and then mm -hmm. didn't tell each other what was gonna happen. So it was like a craziest song in my favorite, really good. Yeah. Ideas. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I can go. Oh, um <laughs> what do we do? What do we do? Oh my god. I'm trying to think. Sorry, like my family like does a lot of random stuff. I don't know. Um Oh, um, this like is not a thing anymore. But um, growing up, my my family like everyone played football, and so in my hometown, there's uh, the Big Bone, which is local high school rivalry over a hundred years. They do a big football game after Thanksgiving or on Thanksgiving. It's on Thanksgiving, and so we would make um, like turkey sandwiches with the turkey that we'd make at like six a.m. and then go to the football game. Yeah, and we would win. Like we had like a fifty year streak. Yeah. Years is crazy. Yeah. So so yeah, and it's the longest football tradition west of the Mississippi. Wow. That's the, this like football game that would happen on Thanksgiving between two high schools. Yeah. But now it's um not on Thanksgiving. Oh, is it the day after? No, it's like a few weeks before because of like nationals and stuff. Because that was preventing the high school I went to to go to like the national championship. And so we would always just like forfeit the game. Yeah, because people would go crazy. Like when, like when I was in high school, they tried changing it during that time, and like, like, like sponsors, like everything were like willing to pull out, 
And yeah, it was crazy. Where did you go to school? I went to school in San Jose. Lincoln High School. It's like a really old high school. Yeah, like people were going, like, I'm not going to like send my like thousands of dollars to the school. It was crazy. But yeah, that's a tradition. It was crazy. Yeah, so every Thanksgiving. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I know. Um, I am the GBR resolution, and we have our um we did not print it so it's it's online oh do you, people need me to share it it's also oh, yeah, it's uh document. yeah i like uploaded them okay and i think it should be shared do you want like a physical copy of it sure. okay i'll be back um it might be it might be printing out if you plan on how you do it Oh, it's gonna print weirdly. Well, it might, but I think that's okay. I know, cause she. Um, well, I was trying to. It's a plain document, so she can just print it on. Yeah, but we're gonna go through these suggestions anyway. Yeah. Um. Okay. We're still going for it. Okay. So, uh, thank you, Chair Colleen, um, and members. Um, I wanted to come and present this to you as it was referred. Um to discuss your partnership on this. So this is on gun violence training orders. Recently, um, following, this came up back into public consciousness here in San Francisco following the attempted shooting at um, a synagogue in the outer Richmond. Um, and the fact that this individual who committed this um, uh, act, uh, this, this crime um, had been previously uh, no, no, it's um, he, he like family members read a uh, race red flags um, oh. on him, and um, he and it was never um, pursued to have a gun violence training order, so he never should have had access to the firearm in the first place. Um, so and also recently, I was talking to um help to the Sansco Moms Men Action chapter and they were saying that recently state law has been changed so that now school administrators can request um gun violence training orders for students um and former students and people who have made threats to schools before which is an expansion of the possibility of it before um yeah so I think it's important for us to to urge the city attorney um SFPD possibly including um uh, the District of Chinese, as well as SFUSD, to uh, make people aware of their ability to request GVROs. And then also, I found in my research that San Diego County, or well, the San Diego City Attorney, um, had pioneered this policy of having a dedicated team to getting requests for these and helping victims and, and concerned loved ones pursue a GVRO against someone or for someone. Um, and that we don't have a similar of entity or like team dedicated to gun violence restraining orders here in San Francisco. And I think that that would be a great place for us to partner with um, the District 2 office and the City Attorney's office to get that implemented here. Um, yeah, and then I wanted to say, I know that you and Krishna Holman, who are here today, um, are working on a broader, I don't know if you want to speak to it, but I'm wondering if A, this can be incorporated into that larger one, or be even or if this is like a good place to start from and just add more stuff to it. But I 
or curious to see it might make sense to, to combine them or not depending on what y'all no yeah for sure so um i don't want to speak entirely for him yeah his idea but i can i'm helping him in so i can really i can speak to the basis of it um so his overall idea to begin with before i knew about your resolution over the gbro's was just gun regulations in general in terms of like school safety and specifically in the district 10. Um, and so it was just kind of focusing like you just, like on a more general uh sense of gun regulations being implemented in san francisco um and solutions that come along with it and so then when you contacted um and so we were just in the works generally about that and then when you reached out to uh tj about your resolution on gbro's i was thinking considering possibly uh making it to where we implement both and but i didn't want to take away though from the focus being gun violence restraining orders because i know that's like the pinnacle that's of course what this is about um and so that's why it was just having that conversation of maybe since we're focusing more on just like general solutions and things of that nature again specifically more in focus on d10 if that could work or if that would just take away from your overall envisioning of this resolution so I don't know your thoughts. Well, I mean, I, I have a couple of questions. One yeah. is, I mean, I, I, what's your what's your timeline like for your general? Like, are you still in the research? Phase? We're still, yeah, because he's out of town, and so that's kind of gonna be real taking away from time working on it. Um, because I don't, yeah, I'm trying to be more support and where he needs me to be. I don't want to write it for him. So that's why it's kind of like. I don't know timeline wise too. You could be, I don't know, that's before you could be want to get this past next school I see. So um yeah, we're still in the research phase on this part. My my timeline was to have this introduced to the next mm -hmm. NYC, mm -hmm. so a week from today. Right. Um and then it wouldn't have been heard on the 17th, because I think that that's the date we're having our J U B here. Sixteen. Sixteenth? Anyway, the, the the second April FYC. So it would then be heard for a second reading in the first May, unless we unless we could add it to that agenda. But I think that we don't want to add anything to that hearing uh -huh. date. Right. Um. So I guess I'm wondering if you have an idea of timeline as to like I suspect it won't be done by the next school youth commission meeting. Yeah. Um. Because my my side of that was going to continue research and um. Yeah. Continue research. He's supposed to be back next week. And so we were going to be able to like start hammering it down based on what we both kind of came up with. So that's just kind of where we were at. So why don't here's my proposal? Mm -hmm. I think it would be good for us to move forward on this one, and we should yeah. go through today the suggestions and see if there are other there's other input from committee members. Um, next week, I don't know what your plan is. I'm actually on spring break next week, so I'm pretty, I think I have plans. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but if I could be included in that conversation because yeah. I'm also just generally interested in the in the subject and I'm, I'm, I'm happy to support. Um, and we can see then if we, we will have had a first meeting, if it makes sense mm -hmm. to then incorporate it into a bigger resolution, then we can do that. Do that. Yeah. Or if you want to move forward with two different resolutions, I'm happy to support the other one as well. So that's not a good plan. Okay. Mm -hmm. Does anyone else on this plan? Is that good with you? Okay. Um, so then should we just go through a couple of the suggestions and points that were made? I know um, both Commissioner Shaw, uh, do, we, do we need to? We need to make that resolution. 
for their committee? Mm, we've done it in the past. We should, okay. I'd actually might, or maybe, like, if, is there, like, specific content that you want to read out and maybe, like, the resolves would be great? Well, I mean, it's actually enough. There's not that long. So, okay. why don't we, because I also wouldn't mind if we went through the comments. Actually, we should just read the comments. Why don't I just read it into the record? We can address the comments and then yeah. once you've done so, there wasn't make amendments here or else you go to TJ because folks want it at for you mm -hmm. or, or not but please do don't you help you <laughs> yeah like no. TJ recommends um, yeah yeah because it's actually now authored by myself Shaw and Colleen so do you want to just go in that order sure so then by the city orders public awareness resolution urging the city and county of San Francisco to improve and expand public awareness of gun violence restraining orders particularly to middle school students high school students higher education students educators school administrators and other school staff Whereas gun violence is a national crisis in the United States, disproportionately impacts youth and transitional age youth, and whereas gun violence is the leading cause of death for children and teens in the United States, and whereas communities of color are disproportionately impacted by gun violence, Black Americans experiencing 10 times the gun homicides, 18 times the gun assault injuries, and nearly three times the fatal police shootings of white Americans, and whereas Black youth are four times more likely to be killed from gun violence than white youth, and whereas Falinda is Isla. These the terror killings of 2014. I would not, because I think that we're going to go yeah, back through. Uh, yeah. California enacted Assembly Bill 1014, which was the first gun violence resolution order GVRO in the nation, and whereas Assembly Bill 1014 authorized law enforcement officers to file a petition and allowed courts to issue a GVRO when courts deem reasonable cause to believe that an individual poses an immediate and present danger of causing personal injury to themselves or another by having in their possession a firearm and or ammunition and. Whereas since Assembly Bill 1014 was enacted, it has been amended multiple times to strengthen and expand the program and. Whereas current California law allows one, an immediate family member, two, an employer, three, a coworker, if they have had substantial and regular interactions with an individual for at least one year and have obtained the approval of the employer, four, an employer or teacher of a school that the subject has attended in the last six months, if they have obtained the approval of a school administrator or a school administration staff member with a super visual role and or five a law enforcement officer to petition for a GVR to be issued and whereas current California law allows a court to issue ex parte GVROs and emergency GVROs before a notice and hearing in the case that the court finds there is there is a substantial likelihood that the individual poses significant danger to themselves or others in the near future and whereas some folks in 14 has been proven to be effective yet public awareness GVROs and their effectiveness remains low and whereas the San Diego office of the city attorney has championed the use of GVRs through the creation of a specific team dedicated to processing and pursuing GVR GBRO requests and working with local police to implement these orders and. Whereas in July 2022, the San Diego Office of the City Attorney was awarded a $1 million grant from the California Governor's Office of Emergency Services to train and educate city attorney offices and law enforcement groups in California on how to utilize GBROs and. The, uh, okay, and resolve that the San yeah. Francisco Youth Commission urges the City and County of San Francisco to approve and expand public awareness of gun violence restraining orders. Particularly for middle school students, yeah. high school students, higher education students, educators, school administrators, and other school staff, and be it. For the result that the San Francisco Youth Commission urges the Office of, of the City Attorney and Police Department to create a team dedicated to processing and pursuing gun violence retaining orders, requests from members of the public, and be it. For the result that the San Francisco Youth Commission staff are directed to transmit copies of this resolution to the Office of the Mayor, Board of Supervisors, San Francisco Unified School District, Board of Education, Office of the City Attorney, and Police Commission. Awesome. Okay. Um, so, if we do we want to go from the beginning? 
Yeah. Well, first of all, it's the general comments on it. Um, no, this is good. I think there could be more data. I, I yeah. struggled finding data on this specific issue, specifically in San Francisco. Um, yeah, that's what I noticed too. Um, not a lot of data. Um, but it's also because that San Francisco hasn't used it very much. Um, I mean, what I would say is that there's clear data on the effectiveness of it. And I think, yes, yeah, like in general. In general and in California. Locally, I think. Try and find, um, it's also hard if GROs are not very well known in San Francisco, so I don't know if we're going to be very successful in finding data. I mean, even if it's not data, if we have like a success story, it might be important as well. Um, like, testimony is, is powerful as well. Uh, we capitalize. Well, I don't think you do. What is so... I get confused on that because it's like general, but then also specific too. Because yeah. what? I just get confused. Does any have black? black? Like I get, oh, yeah. yeah. I know for my face, what the capitalized black is race. Well, then why would you not capitalize white? Well, because I've been told it's a race. Why okay, well I always do. Well I, <laughs> I, I will, I, I will. Okay. Don't worry, just keep it capitalized. Okay. Well, you know what? No, let's go through that the changes. Um, so in one, two, three, four, five, section five of the whereas, is that how you say section the fifth whereas? The fifth whereas um, Raven added to be a little bit more specific on what happened during yeah. the killings in 2014. So I like that. I think we should keep it. I agree. Um, I, I think we should spell Santa Barbara correctly. <laughs> okay, this book's doing. Okay, just no, no. I also don't know how to spell anything. Um, so I think when a college will kill six people and a woman, they're out of I'm just saying. You don't want to spell that out. Oh, yeah. yeah. University of California, Santa Barbara. Yeah. Calma, Santa Barbara. Okay, well, Santa Barbara, after posting a video documenting his rage. Yeah. Do we want to, do we want to include the video of the rage? What do you mean include the video of his rage? Oh, we I mean, can, no, no, you can link it. No, no. <laughs> I meant, um, let's not promote his, <laughs> his manifesto. Uh, no, I meant if we want to include you want to include that, that wording or do you yeah it? that was just the moment i mean that's a documentary is isn't that like a video manifesto i kind of looked down on when she was more alive than we were at that point well over the 2014 alabaster shooting was that televised no what? i just like he made it was like, like a manifesto like it's because he wasn't that the misogynist, the one where he like made a misogynist manifesto. Yeah. I don't know. If he... <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. It's like there's been like I honestly think like there's been over like 200 mass shootings in my lifetime. Yeah, more than that. Yeah, <laughs> there's like more of it. There's like multiple today. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think I think we can figure that out. Later. Yeah. But I but I do, I think that it's important to include. You, you accept them, I will accept that. Oh. I'll just yeah, oh, we'll figure that out later. Okay. Yeah. Um, we'll figure that out later. I think that there might be a better. Like, oh, it was just like in the moment. Like, um, 
next on page. Oh, we can have page numbers. Oh, why? Oh. <laughs> um, okay, on page two, there's whereas a new whereas was included mm -hmm. by Commissioner Bart the Plumber. Well, first, what so first, why don't we talk about Data? maybe consider adding it, but oh, yeah, 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 I just felt like. We were saying it's going to be effective, just kind of like backing that up. I actually think. I mean, no, like. Let me look at. So, let me let me look at that. It might be good to say in San Francisco, the death rate for children and teens is this, and it impacts me. So, we call it like this. Um, let me see if like Data SF has stuff on that that we can like use. I don't know, we can call it like program or whatever in a chat in a way and see if that's helpful. Background, I don't know if there's other data you might. Um, so we'll do that, we'll find a new work with that. Um, consider giving specific. Oh, so I think. Oh, we were talking about two different things. Oh, you were talking about my first one over. Uh -huh. I was thinking, I was looking at the one you're looking at now. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. No, back to the. This is not with you because I I thought you would make the second one. God, I'm a mess. Sorry. Uh, it's been a long day. Yes, I agree. I was just just naming it in SF. We named it nationally, statewide, and now we're yeah, just looking at it. So yeah, as a deal. Yes. Okay. Let's definitely do that. On this one, um, let me see if I can if there is data. I know that this article from. Yeah. So if you look at the article from Pew, they might have some. I think it's. I think it's. Yeah. Can you do that? It has it on like which states have it. Oh, but not cities. Oh, there's a survey. You should have. Two thousand people polled. Two thousand people polled in twenty twenty. I've never heard of the state's red flag law. Can I do a survey? Fine. You should include that. Let me definitely. I will definitely follow up and have that. Next was a uh, whereas a key component of an effective strategy to keep schools safe and gun violence is school sharing information on gun violence prevention programs society of like GPR. This came out of your comment on expanding it as a USD. Mm. I think it's important to know. So something that we is there data supporting this? Oh yeah, you do. Yes. I think component. Or do I feel like maybe that would be better than the resolved. That's the I mean, where so what I would say is in the first sort of the resolution I did last term mm -hmm. on what are you with that? On safe storage. Yeah. Yeah. I gun violence is a focus. Um, yeah. Was I think one of the things that Moms Men actually had included in their like sample resolution was specific. <laughs> Was um specifically including language that basically put the owners on the list hmm. and, and naming that in the whereas section. So the whereas doesn't necessarily need to be just like evidence, mm -hmm. I mean, it be evidence, but it can also be stating facts that we believe mm -hmm. under true. Um mm -hmm. so and I, I, I don't know if this is how we want 
the word this clause. I think there might be better ways to, to sort of say what I was trying to say there. Yeah. But I think it's a, what I'm trying to say is I want to state for the record that the Youth Commission believes that um, in order to, a key component of school safety is going to be ensuring that schools are sharing information with families and students and teachers and faculty yeah. and staff. Um, and, 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 that, and that they take onus and responsibility for that as mm -hmm. well, because that's a key component for them taking responsibility to create a safe school environment. Does that make sense? No, I guess. So I think we can, I think we can, again, work on rewording that. We should mm -hmm. find time to Zoom maybe next week, especially if we're yeah. both yeah. Are you on screen break next week? Um, it can be out of town during spring break. Okay, but we can. I spring break in two weeks. Okay. Uh, but can you Zoom sometime next week? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's do that. So, I mean, this is all just good feedback, and um, mm -hmm. I'll sort of graph sports stuff and maybe rework this a little bit, and we'll, we'll go from there. I really like Raven's comment here. Where? Where? Oh, this one? Yeah, this one. I think he should. This came about Sorry. seeing your clause, like you just mentioned, naming the responsibility of the school. So just connecting that to the, to the resolve portion. Mm -hmm. um, and just because I just felt like we just need to tie SFUSD more to the resolve. So that's where that thought process came from. I agree. I think I actually, I. Um, I think two things. I think mm -hmm. the new resolve clause would be. I actually think I would reject this one and put it in the new resolve clause mm -hmm. because both the city should do this on its own hand. That's why I thought. That's why I was like, yeah, yeah you're mm -hmm. right. Um, and then on top of that, um, also mention the fact that we need more violence prevention programs. We need investment in school safety infrastructure, mm -hmm. things like that. Yeah, um, tie in the resolution on, or is it the DDP? About the um, school infrastructure. No, no. Was that a resolution as well? No. The BVP. Once we hold the hearing, we're hoping to have mm -hmm. uh, the BVP, although we're also trying Commissioner Arding and I are trying to coordinate with SFUSD, which is pretty difficult. Um, they just don't have information for us. Like the, the mayor's office was like, how much is this going to cost? And we're like, we're going to have SFUSD. And they're like, come on. <laughs> so, money. Um, I know. That's true. What's happening? Yeah, so we're we're also following up on all of that, but we would like to at some point make the resolution as a book club. Yeah. Yes. That can be a CEC QJ crossover episode. Yeah. That'd be great. I think that's it. Is there any other recommendations from other commissioners or if you want to think members of the public? No? No. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, so, uh, I motion on this. No, it's like you can motion that TJ recommends this resolution to the full commission. Okay. Um, I motion to approve this resolution and um, have TJ recommend it to the full youth commission. First on the second. Um, yeah. You can do a voice. Oh, um. All those in favor say, oh, public comment. Is there any public comments? Um, if members of the public would like to speak um, online, please press star three or in person. It's okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, yeah, you don't have any public comment. Okay, um, all those in favor say aye. Aye. All those that object say nay. Awesome. 
the resolution uh, the motion passes. Okay. Let me move some things around. Can we do the um, refer legislation first? Because yes. Yeah, but also I made a mistake. Oh, so, is it the, the, the ones? Yeah, so um, we can go out of the order. You oh, don't even 158. Have... Yeah, it's 158. Okay. So... Oh, okay. Was that not That's okay. No, it was. It was just a long number for the legislation. Because I was confused because I couldn't find it in the link. It was just wrong numbers. Yeah. Um. So it, basically, the one that I accidentally put on the agenda that was the MOU between uh, the city and county of San Francisco and the San Francisco Police Department. Um, but the one that we got referred was the ordinance appropriating the $25 million in general fund reserves to the San Francisco Police Department. Yes. Uh, on first reading. On first, on first reading. reading. Yes. Yeah, so I can give it like a quick recap. Um, um, for everyone. So basically this ordinance um, is giving $25 million from the general reserve of the city and county of San Francisco to SFPD. Um, basically um, SFPD has um, just kind of like spent all of their, um, not all of their money, but a particular amount from their um, annual budget on permanent salaries um, over time. Um, and then just like other things and so they went over like the spending limit um because of like so much overtime there's like less cops and so a lot of people are doing overtime and they got the okay from the controller's office um so basically they need to get money from the reserves which um is like generally like something that people may see as controversial because when you put money in the reserves you don't take it out but because this is like dire need, like people need to be paid. <laughs> so they, they already spent all their money for the year. Yeah, on like certain like budget items. So over time, some permanent salaries, um, some equipment. Um, and so this 25 million is to cover for the rest of the fiscal year, which is July. Um, yeah, so um, the Board of Supervisors voted uh, in the first reading to support you know, taking 25 million out of the general fund reserves. Um, I think the only two supervisors that voted against was uh, Supervisor uh, Dean Preston and Supervisor Shimon Walton. Um, I think their, their main logic, were, which for Dean Preston was that, why are we giving $25 million to the SF Police Department while there's other departments who may need money too? And then uh, Shimon Walton was like, well, a large super supervisor Shimon Walton, his logic was um, like community officers, um, you know, a lot of like the labor that's happening is not happening in D10. It's mainly happening in like D2, D5, um, Union Square area. Um, but a lot of like the actual like where people are patrolling is not happening in his neighborhood or his district. Um, so those were two of like the logic things is like this money could be used elsewhere. Um, and so, I don't know, I think it's important, I think, um, for the commission to kind of like weigh in, um, or maybe there's a, an additional ask. So it's like, well, if you're, you know, helping the San Francisco Police Department with $25 million, why can't you do that with other departments as well? Um, but it's, it's truly like up to y'all, um, what you think about this. 
um, the they're working closely with the controller's office to make sure this doesn't happen again. Because um, in my opinion, they should have retroactively asked for this instead of like, like asking for it to fund like after the fact that they spent all this money. Because um, I think it would have been better retroactively like fund this rather than like last minute fund it. Because it looks bad. You're taking money out of the reserves. Is it public not? knowledge or public is it public um every single thing they spent their money on? yeah it is yeah every single thing so yeah it is public knowledge yeah so so my whole thing is like why like why did it get this bad like why didn't the controller's office like step in before like you know this happened or like like how i'm saying like retroactively ask for this expense to be because right now it's like dire need that like they need to pay officers. Yeah. Or do you want to? Sorry. Um, um, I'm wondering if when this is referred to the full commission, we'll have either a member of a legislative aid of one of the offices sponsoring or from the mayor's office or and or from SFPD if they have to answer commission questions. Yeah, we can ask. I just, I feel like it's ridiculous to make $5 million up until July, right? Yeah. $25 million in like four months. Yeah, which I, I'm glad there was like some clarification because I, I heard about this when the mayor announced it at like the um, state of the city and it, I thought it was like for like the next fiscal year, but it's for this fiscal year. Which for me, it's like, okay, like, I, I think there should have been like better clarification, but I think it would be good to maybe get one of like the legislative aides. Like I, there's like a few sponsors on this, you know, Catherine Stephanie, or Supervisor Stephanie is sponsoring this, uh, Supervisor Dorsey, Mandelman, and Guardio and Safai. So we can get some of them to come and explain more about this. Um, but just like, I don't know, y'all can like respond to this. Y'all can give your own commentary. Um, or y'all can even have additional questions too yeah i think for me i just have like more questions than anything because like i know like the police are like the friends like their incoming class was so small like nobody wants to be a police officer and like looking at their social climate it's understandable why and so i like I know like police officers are on overtime like crazy. And so I hear that. And I'm just like trying to understand like what is twenty five million dollars going to these next months. Like I don't know, I just like it's just more like confusion than anything. I'm just like that's and there's a cost breakdown to the twenty five million dollars okay. and the yeah. Um is that in Yeah, so like the the title, so the um so there's like additional things that like uh, supervisors have added. So in total, it's roughly around 32 million. Is, that, is there someone standing up there? Am I crazy? That's someone. Hello? Stop, because I saw someone standing up there. Why is that? Is that just a shadow? No. Oh, is it? Oh, hey, it's the Oh, yes, it is. Cool.
No, he's just there. Yeah, he's fine. Um. Uh. Um. Yes. Yeah, so. Um. So. Because I remember I printed out the uh, ordinance, and there's a cost breakdown of the twenty-five million dollars. Um. I forget. Uh, oh, awesome! Thank you so much. Um. I really didn't understand most of the thing that the money's going to. Like, yeah, the $25 million is getting out of the general reserve. Um, $500,000 is going um, federal share of what? Fund balance. So, this is, I think, where it's coming from. This is uses. It's business. So going to control $21 million. Dollars. Um, $4 million is going annual. Oh, no, some, some permanent salary. So $21 million is for permanent salaries. For overtime. $4 million, $4 million is going to retirement city uniform. Which I don't know. That's just retired consultants. Okay. $3 million is going to health coverage. And then like seven dollars, like a security of so, thousand health match. Correct me if I'm wrong, but there's two programs. The first is like this is just regular officers needing to be paid for their job. This is the retirement city uniform. So these are the ambassadors who are in a city uniform, but yeah. on place on are, Yeah. And then the rest of it is just like they need to pay for like their social security. Yeah, social and healthcare and all that stuff. Uh, I just think it's crazy. Twenty-one million dollars. To pay people's salaries for four months. 20 million? Yeah, that's how much is going to pay for their salaries in four months. Like, that's a lot of money. I, I, I just can't. Um, well, didn't they? They didn't can raise the salary. Try to pay more. And this actually cost Exactly. So, when you add is this trouble attending your meeting? Um, he's listening in. Yeah, he's listening in. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, we can get one of like the legislative aides. Yeah, I too. think that'd be really helpful. Um. Yeah. 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 Uh, so. Should we uh, motion to have this referred to the full youth commission meeting to have more discussion on it? Because that was something help that I have. I mean, it's going to be an yeah. I mean, Is it? Yeah. Or y'all, you don't have to 
have a motion. Like we were still gonna like still gonna refer. Oh. Mm -hmm. like have it at the full youth commission. Um Yeah. Um, okay, so we don't have to take any motion or anything. Um, do you have to take public comment on this? You don't have to. Okay. Right. Um, okay. You can take public comment until like the end of like the whole item. Okay. Um, we are going to move on to item 6C, um, letter of support for SB472. Um, I will open this up. So, um, SB 472 is legislation that was introduced um, by a California politician on implementing a Narcan program in all schools. Um, the letter of support is, in, is online in the supporting documents. Um, I will read it. Um, oh, and it's going to be addressed to the Board of Supervisors. So um, this is this is going to be a letter of support for Senator Melissa Utado, Senator Bob Archuleta, and Senator Richard Roth. And I'm going to read it now. The San Francisco Youth Commission supports your bill SB 472, Pupil Health Opioid Overdose Reversal Medication. This bill would ensure a decline in opioid overdose deaths by requiring California school districts, the county office of education, and charter schools to maintain the locks on at all times. While those who fail to exercise this authorization to distribute naloxone will have to report to the State Department of Education and the State Department of Health Care Services. The Youth Commission is composed of 17 youths between the ages of 12 to 23 who represent the diverse communities of San Francisco. Created by the voters under a 1995 amendment to the City Charter, the Youth Commission advises the Board of Supervisors and the Mayor of San Francisco on policies and laws related to young people. The Youth Commission is also charged with providing comments and recommendations on all proposed laws that would primarily affect the youth before the board takes final action. The Youth Commission's Transformative Justice Committee specifically has a long-standing history of advocating for substance abuse resources, immigration rights, youth incarceration, along with several other issues. The Transformative Justice Committee recently passed resolution number 2223-AL-08, Com Combating Fentanyl Research in Our Youth, advocating for the implementation of our Narcan program in all San Francisco schools. In San Francisco specifically, Teen drug use has rapidly increased over the years, 253 in 2019, 680 in 2020, and 880 in 2021. And in the United States, fentanyl is at fault for 77% of drug-related deaths among teenagers. Having naloxone on hand is an efficient and life-saving treatment that reverses the effects of opioid overdoses. Moreover, since more than one in three opioid overdoses involve witnesses, with the correct equipment like naloxone, bystanders can take action to prevent overdose deaths. Additionally, about 16% of individuals required to take home naloxone from schools have helped to reverse an opioid overdose, demonstrating the important importance of having necessary tools like naloxone. Thus, the impact that this bill would have on youth and all people who have drug addictions in California would be trailblazing and have a positive impact on generations to come. For all these reasons, the Youth Commission supports SB 472, and we thank you for all your work on this issue. Sincerely, Youth Commission. Um, yeah, any questions? Good. Looks good. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, can you help me find the addresses of these four senators, three senators? Because huh? I need to put the address of these senators. Because this would go directly to them, not to the city. 
Oh uh, yeah, I can get you that. Awesome. Thank you. I have a question. Um, I was trying to look for the addresses, um, but my question is, did you want to address it to their offices or did you want to address it to the chair of the committee that the bill is in? Oh, it would be the chair of the committee, right? Yes, be, so it would be the Capitol building then. Yeah, because that's what um, Commissioner Buckle Palmer did for his letter of support. Oh, sorry. Can you help me put that in there? Yeah. Thank you. Um, any questions about this um, letter of support? Awesome. Okay. Uh, does someone want a motion to support it? Or we have a motion to introduce it to the motion. Um, you can make a motion that the Transformative Justice Committee like supports. All right. Let's start a motion to support this letter. Um, seconded by Commissioner Colleen. Awesome. Um. Oh, all those. Oh, oh my God. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. No, there's no public comment. Public comment is now closed. Um, all those in favor, say aye. 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 All those in dissent, say nay. Awesome. This motion passes. All right, going on to item 6D. Um, which is the juvenile hall flyer. I will keep this up on my laptop so you all can see it. Are you leaving? Um, let me pull oh. it up. Oh, no, you're good. <laughs> I was like, okay. I'm cleaning up. Like. Um, so this is what it looks like. It's a gold yellow background. The Youth Commission Juvenile Hall hearing. Awesome. Um, um, on the bottom right corner, like, can you press the thingy, like, the, okay. April 17th, 2023-7pm, where City Hall, this series will discuss and hear from key players on what is happening with the Hall since we voted for 2021, learn about the services being offered to support the youth inside, and offered up the community for public comments. What do y'all think? I think you look good. I like the images. My only worry is that I wonder if, like, the words, like, I think you can put just the format to make it look less wordy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so people aren't like, like, I know, I'm trying to think of, like, just that section where you, from this hearing to comment, like, I wonder if you should have to you to, like, split it up to where, like, keep the words, but just, like, make it look, like, less wordy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, there's a lot of hash. Uh -huh. People can be overwhelmed. So make like I would just like to just like splitting it up and like maybe like having it around the image somehow or just like come give public comments. Yeah, like can we go off to side like I don't know how to look, but just like um, that makes sense. Is that too much? What? Sorry, let me open it again. Um, maybe I can make this smaller. I'll, I'll edit yeah, around and like, make yeah. it less wordy. Yeah. Good. Awesome. Okay. Looks good though. Just wanted to show it. Okay. Yeah, awesome. <gasps> Sorry. <laughs> um, okay. That sounds great. 
Um, okay, we're gonna go on to item E, letter support for Latina task force budgets. Um, Commissioner Shaw and I worked on this after the Latin task force came to meet us. Um, yeah, you wanna go back and forth? All right, so uh, support for the Latina task force budget request of $6 million for the fiscal years of 2023-2024 and 2024-2025. Dear Mayor and Board of Supervisors, the San Francisco Youth Commission supports the requested budget of $6 million for the Latina Task Force. This budget would ensure that the Latina Task Force can continue providing aid and pertinent resources to the 12,000 low-income and marginalized clients they serve annually, especially since 80% are immigrants and 60% are undocumented San Franciscans. This budget would also serve the low-income and historically marginalized communities of San Francisco that the Latina Task Force serves, Mission, Excelsior, Baby Hunters Point, and Visitation Valley. The information is composed of 17 youths between the age of 12 and 23 who represent the diverse community of San Francisco. Created by voters of the 1995 Amendment to the City Charter, Youth Commission advises the Board of Supervisors and the Mayor of San Francisco on policies and laws related to young people. The Youth Commission is also charged with providing comments and recommendations on all proposed laws that primarily affect youth before the board takes final action. Do you want to read the next one since that? Commissioner State Department of Justice Committee specifically has a long standing history of advocating for the needs of TAE, transition age youth, and marginalized youth to ensure their voices are being heard and uplifted, as well as that they have the necessary resources available and accessible in their communities. As a result of the Latino Task Force's basic needs and service navigation, extended education and childcare, employment and housing opportunities, Transforming the Justice Committee speaks out crucial to the Latino Task Force is for thousands of low income and people of color in San Francisco. In the past two years, the Latino Task Force has provided free, low barrier after school academic support, hosted programs during summer, winter, and spring break breaks with extended hours, serving 100% low income, 40% living in transitional housing slash shelters, and 88% of newcomers, offered education enhancements such as ESL and computer skills for students behind academically, obtained housing through the city's Dahlia system and provided rent relief for over 200 clients and placed 69 households in permanent housing. Thus, the impact of the $6 million budget proposal will have on you, specifically transitional age youth, marginalized communities, and low-income people will be trailblazing and continue to have a positive impact on many people. For all these reasons, the Youth Commission supports the Latino Task Force and its budget proposal for the upcoming fiscal years. We thank the Latino Task Force for its unyielding dedication to being a centralized organization where people, including youth, can receive the resources they need from the city now and with this funding for many years to come. Awesome. Any thoughts? Do you, do you think it's good? Yeah, I think it's good. I don't really have anything to add to it. Awesome. That that sounds good. Do I need a number? You can do like an, a motion just to rec pause a recommendation to the full commission. commission. Yeah. All right. I motion to support this letter of support for the Latino Task Force budget and introduce it to the full youth commission. Oh, oh. Can we need a second to this. Oh, yeah. awesome. Is there any public comment? Um, let me check. Um, sorry. Okay, um, yeah, there's no public comment. Awesome. Okay, all those in favor say aye. 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 All those in dissent say nay. All right, this motion passes. On to the next letter of uh, item 6F. We have the letter of support for the Human Rights Commission budget. Um, it is similar in format. Um, 
Should we just leave the important parts? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. We can skip that one about the youth commission. <laughs> okay. Um, dear Mayor, so this is um support the human rights commission budget request of fifteen million dollars for the fiscal years of 2023-2024 and 2024-2025. Dear Mayor and Board of Supervisors, the San Francisco Youth Commission supports the San Francisco Youth Commission supports the Human Rights Commission and the 15 million budget they are requesting from the city and county of San Francisco for the fiscal years 2023-2024 and 2024-2025. This budget would ensure that equitable programs are being implemented, especially for BIPOC communities, to support and up the entirety of San Francisco. Thus, this budget proposal will ensure people have access to valuable resources needed to sustain and advance themselves in San Francisco. Okay, uh, you mentioned the TJ. I'm going to drop down. Thus, the impact of the San Francisco Human Rights Commission's budget request of $15 million to have on youth, especially transitional age youth, is in direct correlation to both the Transformative Justice Committee and the Youth Commission's mission and values. For instance, a portion of the budget supports Opportunities for All, which provides access to career exploration and workforce development for San Francisco's youth and young adults through paid internships. The Human Rights Commission's budget would also continue funding the Dreamkeeper Initiative Fellowship, which works with young people who have been impacted and or involved in the justice system or could potentially be impacted and or involved in the justice system. Additionally, the Human Rights Commission is committed to supporting programs that mentor city's young people year-round, as well as aiding programming that focuses on literacy for young people, such as curriculum development, distribution of books in collaboration with San Francisco Public Library, and in creating a curriculum on gun violence prevention. Furthermore, the Human Rights Commission is close collaboration with San Francisco students and generic devotion to making sure these students have a strong sense of self-worth and self-confidence and know that they are being heard and valued, that their opinions are heard and valued, demonstrate the commission's impact in educational equity and most importantly, racial equity. For all these reasons, the Youth Commission supports the Human Rights Commission and the budget request of $15 million, as well as we believe their current as well as future work is trailblazing and will have a positive impact on generations to come. We thank the Human Rights Commission for all the work they have committed themselves to do in order to represent and include youth within their budget to ensure that youth voices are valued and heard. Yeah, good. Good. Awesome. Okay, I motion to have the, I motion um, that the Transformer Justice um, Committee supports this letter of support and recommends it to the full Youth Commission. So, start a second. All right, is there any public comment? Um, Chair, you have no public comment. All right. Um, all those in favor say aye. 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 All those in dissent say nay. This this motion passes. Okay. Um, our last um our last item is six I TJ related news. Um, so now is the time to share um with the committee if there's any news relating to TJ. I don't think there is. Um, no, no. There's a walkout on Friday for uh, Trans Visibility Day, and there's going to be like a rally yeah, in front so of City Hall. LGBTQ plus student walkout, right? Mm -hmm. Is SI not involved? Because what SFC is involved? Texas people. <laughs> <laughs> I thought actually, though, the um, president of LGBTQ is going on a retreat. I'm yeah, I know like a lot of private schools are doing it, like Lick, SHC. I haven't heard. I'll ask. I haven't heard about it. I'll ask the GSA team at my school. Um Okay. Um, is there any public comment? Um, Chair, you have no public comment. All right. But can you please call item number seven? Item number seven is announcements. <laughs> 
<laughs> Question is now is the time for any announcements or community events. Um, I'll share some that are in our calendar. So, oh, okay. Tomorrow, there's the Open My Queer Youth Meal Night. There's also the Supervisor Preston D5 Hate Town Hall. Um, on Saturday, it's the Easter Carnival with Redemption Church. Next week, it's the Youth Budget Town Hall on Thursday, April 6th. And yeah, those are the only things I have. Awesome. Okay. Is there an, uh, I do not need public comments. Okay. Uh, Claire, can you please call on item number eight? Item number eight is adjournment. Thank you. We are adjourned at 6.15 p.m. Awesome. Okay. Stop recording. Yeah, I do have a question.